Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. One alive, one dead. One fictional, it's up to you who you choose, you pick them all. It's up to you who you choose, you pick them all. Who you having? Make it who you wish. This is your dinner party, and it's your guest list. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of Guest List with Jake Lambert, the podcast where I interview comedians to find out who would be their perfect dinner party guests. But they can only pick three. One has to be alive, one has to be dead, and one has to be fictional. This week we are joined by the very funny Tez Ilias. Uh, it's a really great episode, but before we get on with that, just to say, uh, this will be the last episode of the series. I will be back at some point, but I've just got a bit too busy and gigs have come back and other stuff's come in, so I hope you understand. Um, it's been amazing, and this is the 24th, so I think that means it's six months worth. And it's been so good, and it was lovely to do during lockdown, and it was lovely to uh, speak to comedians and catch up with them. And um, it was lovely to have all the feedback, and thanks again for all the emails, and I still have a few to reply to from last week, but I will do that, so if you want to drop me a message then you can it's uh, guestlistwithjake at gmail.com um, thanks to people who have sent messages who have downloaded I've recently had people come to uh, come up to me sorry at gigs in Birmingham and uh, just last weekend in Nottingham to say that they listened to the show and to tell me who their guest would be so that's been so lovely um, I really enjoyed it and I'm glad you have to um, Stay subscribed because I will do a uh, second series. I've already got about, I think about six comedians lined up who said they'd want to come on. Um, So it should be uh, back soon. And thanks also to everybody who has um, donated. Thank you uh, to people who have done that. Um, And if you wish to, it's very lovely. But honestly, just downloading and listening is more than enough. And I will speak to you again soon. But for now, please enjoy my conversation with Tez Elias. Big up your t-shirt, innit? Air Force One. Yes, Air Jordan and that. Come on. I bought this, I think, after I'd finished episode two of The Last Dance. And I was like, I just want some merch. <laughs> I just wanted something. And there was nowhere I could pull off a Chicago Bulls jersey. So I just went... No, no, it's, not, it's not for everyone. Um, 
I see, I see those guys wearing the like the basketball jerseys with the t-shirt underneath. With the white like, t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like that's most of us need to do that to be honest. But um, <laughs> that's the equivalent of t-shirt and a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, like socks yeah. and sandals. <laughs> yeah, people don't want to see my feet, so socks and sandals it is. <laughs> How have you been, man? Where are you? Yeah, good. I'm in um I'm in Battersea. That's oh, pretty central, isn't it? Yeah, so it's it's nice, especially with the weather's like this. I like had um had gigs at uh, Top Secret last week, and I just I walked to and from the gig. It was lovely. Nice. I mean, I'll nice. get bored of that pretty quickly, but you know, I'll be jumping <laughs> on trains whenever I can. <laughs> but the amount of the, like, I've got a proper eat out to help out baby that I haven't delivered yet. Right. This, little, this little pouch here, so I need to. So like, yeah, that that sounds good. Yeah. Where are you? Uh, Blackburn. Oh, so are I'm, you? I'm oh at, nice. I'm at, yeah, I'm at, I'm at home. Home. I've, I've not lived in London for like four years. So when I quit oh really? My day job, yeah, when I quit my day job, I quit London. Um, right. And I used to obviously back and forth for work and stuff and seeing people. Um, but yeah, obviously since the start of lockdown, I was permanently just yeah here. And yeah, oh. now I just just go where I need to for work, so it's good. I prefer it. Yeah, lovely. Because I guess you can get to London in a couple of hours anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I drive. I drive mostly as well. So yeah, okay. I, like I, I make sure like there's two or three things or a couple of days, and then yeah. so that way it, it kind of makes the journey worth it. Yeah. And you could probably stay in the Ritz and it would still work out cheaper. <laughs> probably, yeah. It was it was Andrew Ryan, I think, who worked out once that when we would stay up in Edinburgh for the festival, it would be cheaper to rent a villa in Spain and fly over for your gig every day. I mean, I'm sure Greta would have something to say about it, but it's amazing yeah. that it worked out. Yeah. But, you know, she, she is, she's never been to French. She doesn't, she doesn't know. And she doesn't know what we have to go through, mate. Are you gonna do? Do you know anybody that's gonna do the fringe this year? Um, I, I, I'm sure they announced a few things. There's not anything running properly, but I, I tried to inquire as well because I've got my talk coming up in September. Like it's sort of been it's been useful, to, even if it's like five days, just like Ooh. a little run, just so I can just rehearse effectively, like dress rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I can, so, but I don't know. Like I know. Lydia uh, is is looking at it, but there's nothing concrete at the moment. And because just keep changing the rules, and Scot- Scotland always let themselves out like <laughs> four weeks after we do. Oh yeah, so, right, yeah. Like they're more cautious than we are, aren't we? And now that we're delayed to like mid July, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But so, what are you going to do, Soho or anything as a run? I've, I've got a few things booked in. Like I've got I've got a couple of Leicester Square dates booked in, so I don't know. Oh, not, lovely! I can't like do like Soho and Leicester Square, so I, so I picked one or the other. So I got a couple of yeah. Leicester Square dates in. One's virtually sold out. One's doing well. I'm hoping that sells out as well. Then we can put maybe a third date. I, I would love to do four. Would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Four would be and then nice, four but, nights um, at the Ritz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but what about you, man? What have you got going on? I've, I'm basically waiting to see. So I did one support day with uh, Michael because we nice. did the um, we did the Duchess Theatre, which was incredible. But he's just now waiting to see what's happening because he wants to tour next year. No, man, that would be awesome. Like, yeah, someone supporting someone like him as well. That would be... Oop. And also, like, because his fans are so nice. Yeah, they're so lovely. Like, and the other thing really is... really nice, aren't they? Because he doesn't really use social media himself or at all, you get the interaction because they can't yeah, reach him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am hey, incredibly if you, accessible. If you enjoy the show tonight, Michael wants you to uh, just let me know, <laughs> and I will. I let him know. I just start getting in their head to make it seem like I'm the star. Like when I finish my set, I'll just say things like "Stick around for Michael." <laughs> <laughs> That's fun, man. That's fun. That's fun. 
the Zoom gigs felt like treading water. Every single gig I did, I felt like I was treading water. Yeah, exactly. Because you never knew when it was going to go. And that sort of, that delay as well, mm. when you were delivering mm. a joke, even if you knew the joke worked normally, it was still that horrible thing about, and there's something worse, being exposed on stage or a joke not working, fine, but having it happen in your own living room, really bleak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I always felt like I had to moderate my language because I felt like, because people are in their homes. Yeah, like, right. Like, like I feel like because I'm swearing at them in their house, just felt a bit yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. And also your parents might hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but my mum often, she's like, who are you shouting? Like when I go downstairs, I feel like she's probably like, who are you shouting out? And I'm like, yeah, fucking Jake Lambert, isn't it? That fucking Jake Lambert, mate. I get that a lot, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Although from the reports and the stuff I get after, uh, I say reports, like we're having some assessment, I just mean from audiences, it's always mums uh, coming up to me and they either say, um, oh, well, I'm going to like, my son would love you. I'll check it. I'll tell him to check out your stuff. Or it's just how much we love the fact you didn't swear. Like I could show you, we could show you to our children. You don't swear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main feedback. So in fact, your mum would go, lovely boy. <laughs> yeah yeah be, why can't you be more like jake <laughs> yeah <laughs> have oh, you been man. watching the football yeah man i just um big football fan so yeah so we're looking forward to real, watching Wales after this of course um and um yeah the F- finland russia game finished 1-0 which ruined my prediction i predicted 1-0 Oh, did you? Oh, what have you? What are you doing that on? Or was it just for yourself? Uh, it's, 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 yeah, just in a notepad. notepad. <laughs> in my ad, mate. Uh, there's, there's an official uh, UEFA app that has a predicted league and a fantasy league. Oh, uh, right. So it's quite so. And, and I, like, I gave the quarter to my to my fans. So like, I'm playing against them, and like the winner. Oh, that's each, cool. The winner of each league gets two tickets to my show. Oh, that's lovely. Nice. I've, I've got like 450 people in the fantasy league, so that's quite nice. Oh, amazing. Oh, well done. Um, that's a great I'm thing like, to do. I'm, I'm like 91st, so I'm like, but 91st out of 400 isn't, yeah. I mean, the top 25% is like, that's yeah. that's the first at uni. That's decent. <laughs> if it's something weird about you setting up something for your fans and then a lot of them just sort of beating you, it's really oh, yeah, humbling. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's quite fun. Like, I, like it's quite fun for them as well because I'm like, oh, you shit at this, and I'm like, no, no. Um, it's um, I think it's Finland's first ever major tournament, yeah. which I, I was I surprised conf- by. I, I confused them with Iceland before because I was like, oh, they're back again, and I was like, oh, and when I was watching the fans, I'm like, oh, where's all that? Where's that going? Why are they not doing that? And I was like, oh, it's a different, different country, mate. <laughs> Least you're brave enough to admit it. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, I did this thing for Talk Sport. Talk Sport are doing a thing every day where they'll do like a little intro and things you didn't know about this country. So I like wrote them for them. Um, so I ended up learning so much stuff. So now I've got like an in with every team. I'm like, oh, I, now I like this team because of X oh, thing. Nice. And it could be, you know, usually it's a player plays for them, the only player you've ever heard of. I would just support them. Yeah. Like, who was that player for North? Mac- Is it Goran Pandev for North Macedonia? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. One player that you like. I'm like. Why do I know that name? And then you look him up and you're like, oh, of course he played for Inter Milan. That's why I know him. Like that's it. Yeah, some random players pop up and you're like, I know that name. Yeah, and then you just find out players you had no idea. Like, is David Alaba's like uh, from Ukraine, Austria, Austria. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But me and um, I was out the other day. Me and uh, so Kevin Bridges did the work in progress because he can't gig in Scotland, so he came down. Or oh, I think it's not worth it. I think there's like, the, by the rules, it doesn't make the sense for the stands and that to open. So he came and did Bill Murray. Um, so we did that together. And then we ended up having some drinks. We were talking about the football, talking about the fixtures coming up. And then we saw that it was North Macedonia. Uh, I don't know if that was the Ukraine game, but basically 
we put a bet on it, £20 bet on there being over 4.5 goals. Um, I'm not entirely sure what 0.5 of a goal is, but basically we put this bet on um, that would have been hundreds of pounds if they won. And the game ended up these like North, what was it? Ukraine scored two goals right at the end. So we there was four goals in the game. Yeah, it was 3-1, one, one in the end. Yeah. And we were like, we texted each other thinking, oh my God, this might actually happen. This ridiculous yeah, yeah, bet. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I didn't yeah. realise because I was doing like a joke thing on Instagram stories, just being like, uh, of you know, listen to Bridges, like if you, that man knows his stuff. And then I woke up the next morning and people were messaging me saying, thanks for that, mate. I put the bet on, I could do with some drinking money. And I was like, oh, I've <laughs> lost a lot of people a lot of money. It nearly, it nearly paid off though. It nearly. So we actually looked like maybe we knew what we were talking about. Did you see that guy who predicted the um, the goal scorers and the own goal for the first game, but the Italy-Turkey no. uh, game? So no this guy, way. But the, UEFA, the official UEFA.com, what Twitter account, they were like... Um, Oh yeah, what what you're because they were advertising their predictor league thing, and they're like, "What are you predicting for today's game?" This guy went Italy three, Turkey nil, and then he went Insignia Immobile, <laughs> and then he predicted the name of the guy who scored the own what? goal. Like four hours before the game, and everyone was like, and then he went like <laughs> like it was like a hundred thousand retweets, and everyone was like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" Yeah, like predicting an own goal is mad enough, but to get yeah. the guy who who scored it correct, yeah, that's like. If you actually watch, there's like uh, there's like 200 deleted videos, which is him just going um, one nil and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying to come up with yeah, every yeah. possible solution. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was like he was like wow. some mad. He was some random. He was Italian as well. He was some random. I think he supported Lecce. Yeah, Lecce. Because he was like, yeah, big up Lecce, putting Lecce on the map and all. He was doing all this. But speaking of like random players, we've got this um, we've got this English kid at Rovers called Ben Brereton, mm. and it turns out his mum is Chilean, and they just <gasps> rang him. They rang him up before the game, yes. and we're like, before, before the copper, they went, "Do you wanna come and play for Chile?" And he went, <laughs> "Yes." And I was in the squad, and he played against Messi the other day. Like, there's a, there's a picture with him trying to track back Messi, and I'm like, Ben Brereton is one of our worst players. Like, like. Like if I if I didn't have a blue tick, I would troll him mercilessly. Like he's just he's one of those strikers that doesn't score any goals and doesn't assist any goals, but he's just he's just there, kind of like 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 a worse like a budget Emil Heskey. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like and Emil Heskey was bad enough, so it's like yeah. So and then now he's playing for Chile up front. What's his name? America's Ben Brereton. Because it's like apparently Messi struck the reason one of the reasons why I'm not going to talk. I could talk like a whole podcast on this. But one of the reasons why Messi is not as good for Argentina as he is for, mm. uh, for Barcelona. One of the reasons is because he didn't grow up playing in South America. So he went to Barcelona when he was 10. Right. So he didn't, grow up in the, he didn't grow up playing and adjusting to the South American climate. And it right. is, it is, it is different. Yeah. And the pitches are terrible. Like they're all cut. You look at it, it's, a, like, it's, their, it's their continental championship, and the pitches are like League Two standard. It's so bad. Oh, so Ben like, is absolutely thriving. Well, he's loving it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Messi, like, it's always like, so he can't make those excuses, but it's like, yeah. Messi's, after 80th minute of every game, because they can't sub him because he's messy, at the end of every game, he's dying. The player, like, 2000 meter altitude. It's like, yeah. Bolivia, Bolivia never qualify for anything. But they got an impeccable home record because everyone's <laughs> fucked when they come and play them. But they just can't win away. That's amazing. This is mad. It's mad. Like that whole qualifying is so mad. Like he doesn't get the luxury of playing like 
Liechtenstein and Luxembourg and San Marino <laughs> and Faroe Islands. He doesn't get yeah. that luxury of playing two games against them. Yeah. He has to go like fucking play Bolivia away. It's a mad fixture. <laughs> Tez, there's been a knock at the door. Mm. First guest of the evening. It's your live guest. Who's at the door? Whew. This is tough to narrow this down. Right. But I'm going with, and I hope you know who she is. I'm going with Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. I don't know who that is. So she is an American actress. Uh, singer and just all round good egg, very, very talented young woman. Um, she became very prominent during the Black Lives Matter movement last year. She gave a, re- a couple of very impassioned speeches in her hometown. Um, and I discovered her from there. And she's she's beautiful, she's talented, she's passionate about causes. I just love her to bits. And I think she's also just very, very funny online. Like I follow on Twitter. Oh, um, really? Uh, yeah, she's just she's just a brilliant personality, and I think she'd be an amazing dinner guest. See, you've done so well there with the um, with the angle of the room, but it's a dinner party because what people sometimes do is they pick people, and then at the end when we have to pick one of them to go through, they're like, "Well, actually, only one of my guests would be good for a dinner party." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because originally my mum went, "Oh, m- messy," and then I was like, "The guys, <laughs> the guy's autistic. Like he he." He's, he's definitely on the spectrum and there's obviously that's perfectly fine but he's very shy he doesn't speak english i don't know yeah. how plus he's the first guest in I yes what, what i'm just gonna i'm gonna be i'm so in awe of him as well like i just yeah like i've said every girl every <laughs> ex-girlfriend over the last 10 years i've told them that like it's not it's, prob- it's it probably won't happen but if messi ever rang me up to be his baggage boy like uh. Like the relationship is done. Like I, I'm, I'm off. I'm off. Like it is very unlikely, but it's just a caveat that you know at the start of the relationship. Just full disclosure. Right. Yeah. So will yeah. you now, do you think, be slightly more in awe of Ben Brereton than you ever would have been because he's played alongside Messi? Well, against Messi. 100%. It's a shame he didn't get his shirt because Vidal got it. But that is just, just to be like... Oh, just, just chasing just chasing the shadows, mate. Right. So now I feel awful for not knowing Kiki Palmer. So what's she been in? You know what? I don't I don't even nothing like nothing like mega mainstream, but she she's got this amazing meme. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Is it is this is this meme where like she's um she she's in a police station being interviewed about someone and someone shows her a picture and it's obvious that she knows who this person is. Yeah. Um, but she's like, I don't know who this man is. I'm sorry to this man, but I don't know who he is. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry to this man. It's it's so. F- <laughs> you know what? Let me let me drop you the YouTube link, um, because it's so it's so it's so funny. And um, what's that from? I don't even. You know what? I don't even know. It's literally like a 10 second clip, so you could literally watch it watch it now. Um, right. Um, but she's been in a few, she's been in a few things like nothing like crazy. Right. Okay. But you know, she's done the like, oh, she's had a she was in an episode of Family Guy. She was in this, she was in that, she's done a few things. Um, she was in the new I think it might have been from Scream, because you know that Scream TV series? Yeah. She was in that. So it might it might have been from that. Right. So how did you first become aware of her? From the um from the um the activism. Oh, okay. Wow. 
Oh, she's in a, she's in an upcoming Jordan Peele film. She is. Yeah, or, yeah, which yeah. is untitled Jordan Peele horror event. So that suggests she's either in the film or she's just like <laughs> dressing up as a character on the red carpet, like just scared. <laughs> um, I think she plays one of the things in um, Ice Age as well. Peaches in Ice Age. One of one of the one of the woolly mammoth kids. Right. Oh, okay. I can't believe you didn't recognize. I can't believe you didn't recognize her from that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you click on that little link, it's such a funny meme. Like I think I put it in the chat. Oh, well um, done. It's, it's oh, cool. like a ten sec. It's literally like a ten second clip. Here we go. And then we have to try and find out what this is from. I think it is Scream. Uh, here we go. To say it, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. It's just, it's just the way she says, sorry to this man. This is very, very funny. I've just seen, it came up on YouTube that what that was. So apparently, because it, it, she's wearing the same outfit and it's got another thing that comes up. It's it's for Vanity Fair. And it says, uh, Kiki Palmer takes a lie detector test. So Vanity Fair maybe ran a thing with her. So <laughs> they've clearly shown her someone like, so maybe that must be like, like someone famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's got, she's saying, I'm just, and then the, so the, that's even funnier that she's doing it. And then at one point she says, I'm sorry, she's apologizing to them. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to them for not knowing it. I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's, she's, she is brilliant. Um, but yeah, she, she, she's just ridiculously talented, very funny. She, she sings as well. Um, <sighs> and I think she could. To take the pressure off myself to provide the entertainment, I think she'd be a very entertaining. Right. Yeah. Also beautiful. Like I have a crush on her as well. And so, you know. So why not? Also that selfish perspective as well. Uh, I just think she, I think she's incredible. I mean, all of her. What? Uh, um, she's, she's like 27. So it's like she's. It's oh, like, wow. Oh, okay. It's Isn't overachieving that... people. Yeah. Like, so annoying. It's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Imagine she'd turn up and she's bought. Um, Drinks, she's bought the dessert and just options if you need it. She'd probably buy me flowers. Like, that's what yeah. sort of she is. <laughs> but yeah, to look up one of the uh, speeches, like, it's one of those, like, probably yeah. passion, like, megaphone kind of, like, you know, just, yeah. It's yeah. She's, she's brilliant. Oh, right. So um, she's somebody who will probably just thrive now because, you know, you get people who, you know, do their job, but if they can do even more, if they're sort of outspoken, clearly smart, clearly, as you say, overachieving. Yeah. She'll just yeah, absolutely yeah, thrive. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever meet those people like that? You're just like, oh, is that is it necessary to be this good? Like I have it when, when I meet like someone who's like really attractive. I don't mean like someone hot. I mean, you know, when you meet someone who's like so attractive, you can't you don't fancy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. like someone your, your brain is like, don't worry about don't worry about this. <laughs> like I see that when I meet someone who's so you, you see it some like a top secret or something and when you meet someone in the role and, and it's like, so attractive and it could be a guy or a, or, 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 or a woman and you're like, is that, is that necessary? Who is this, who is this for? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like when, when Beckham turned up at uh, Meghan Markle and Harry's wedding. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, go, why yeah. that? Yeah, because that's he, completely unnecessary. Yeah, because he looks like what people think they look like when they wear a suit. What we think we look like is James Bond. He turned up actually looking even more stylish than James Bond. Like, I think James Bond would look at him like James Bond looking like, <laughs> yeah, gold finger, golden eye, golden balls. If you were getting, if you were getting married, and someone turned up looking like that, I'd be, you know how vexed <laughs> I would. Be? I would call the wedding off. I'd be, I'm vexed. 
unacceptable. Yeah, because you always hear about people wearing white or trying to upstage the bride. Yeah. But it, the fact that Harry was in like this military gear, he's like an actual prince. And, and, and he, people love a uniform. People look sexy in uniforms. Yeah. And he was upstaged by a man from East London in a suit. With that, with that voice. Absolutely. Yeah. He looked, but he looked better than both of them. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, and he's got, he's got neck tattoos and he still manages to pull it all off. Completely unnecessary behaviour. Like, he must be the only person with a neck tattoo to go to a royal wedding. Yeah, probably, innit? Just so you know, as a pop uh, like, quiz answer like, one like, day. Like a, like a visible one, innit? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Unless they were around in the 1600s and we had no idea. And everyone had their coat of arms it's probably, it's probably, like a, it's probably like a, like a brand in it. Someone, someone was branded once. Like, but he looked like you know those people that sort of go to those Peaky Blinders festivals. <laughs> you know how they got like was it Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should they should get him in for a for a thing like like the cameo appearance. Like, don't don't speak, mate. Just yeah. Well, he was a uh, Beckham was in um he wasn't in Peaky Blinders, but he was in like King Arthur or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he wasn't some. That does ring a bell, actually. Yeah, but you're right. He missed a trick with them, just not putting him in an incredible suit. Maybe, maybe it's in Killian Murphy's contract. By the yeah, way, Beckham yeah, cannot yeah, show yeah, off yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah. But then, as soon as as soon as Killian Murphy takes a fag out, though, it's, it's over, isn't it? Like that's that's nothing, true. Nothing tops that. Just doesn't light it. He doesn't have to light it. The whole scene, he can just take yeah. it, fiddle with it a bit, take it up in his mouth, and then like, and then do that, like do, do a bit of that. And he's still the scene. And then the scene's finished. Never let it. <laughs> just. And I mean, seen. he and, and that show is absolutely incredible. But the amount of people who are going to look back at photos of themselves with that haircut in 20 years and really regret it. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you ever watch it, though, and think, I don't know if I should be saying this publicly. Do you ever watch it and think, I love this show so much. I wish it was slightly better written. Oh, like the dialogue or what's what's happening? Dialogue, I quite like, I like the dialogue. I like the dialogue. Just what's, just what's happening a little bit. It takes like, people say it as like, oh, it's what, you know, one, one of, and if it's, the, if it's your opinion, fine. But objectively, yeah. for me, like it can't be one of the greatest shows of all time. Cause I'm like, it's just, it just gets a bit silly sometimes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and there's a lot sometimes... of it that's so grounded and feels like, mm. wow, like this is I'm borderline. I feel like I'm watching a doc. And then the last couple of episodes, you're like, oh. And then what they'll do is they'll write themselves into a corner and then sometimes, like there was the start of one series when uh, a lot of the family, uh, I'm, 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 like Polly's about to be hanged. And then he, he marches in, he sorts it all out and they get saved. And it's great. But there's a few series, I think, where they've written themselves into a corner and it's taken so long to get out of the corner. And they're not, they're not rushing. I'm like, oh, what we want is him to go, look, here he is, and then get themselves into a next issue and we're off yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, completely yeah, yeah, agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Is that plot? It's like the Doctor Who thing, like, Anything of just like, like I've got a sonic screwdriver, and you're like, oh, of course you've got the sonic screwdriver. So like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah, forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's how you get out of this situation now. And is that kind of like sort of like that the plot armor that Batman has, but with Batman, I don't, I don't mind it because he's Batman. Like it's just, he is Batman, so it makes sense. Whereas clear like Tommy Shelby just feels a bit like Batman sometimes. It's like yes, because because he's in charge so therefore everything by the end everything works out and you're like okay and he, he did go for batman didn't he killian murphy he did uh, and i do wonder if actually because robert pattinson doing this new one actually if killian murphy hadn't been in that last trilogy he would have been a great one for this one the darker one possibly there's something about robert pattinson though he does 
because they want they wanted a younger they wanted like a it was like a year two they're going for so 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 he's he's been Batman for a year and now he's into his second year so, so he's still a bit rough and ready he hasn't got all his gadgets um he, he he's snapping people's necks not just hospitalized right he hasn't got quite hasn't like, sort of got the ethics yet to go actually maybe yeah he's quite got that. the nuance of like breaking a collarbone versus a neckbone <laughs> yeah yeah a subtle difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right which is always that such funny um is it austin powers thing where you just see like this guy just gets shot and he just falls down like a nobody and he just cuts to the scene of like his family finding out and he's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> but henchman three henchman yeah. three's family and it's like oh <laughs> so good tez there's been yes. another knock at the door Ooh. interrupting you and kiki mm. it's the second guest of the evening it's your dead guest Normally I'd be annoyed. I'm like interrupting me and Kiki time. Like, bro, come on. But this guest is just going to enhance the evening. Um, I've like, I've raised the bar. Like, I like, I've, you know, I'm here. Kiki's raised it. Now this person is, whoo. I love that you, you, you yourself have brought the bar high. And Kiki's like, raised I brought the, the bar, bar high. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a confident person. I'm in my own house. I'm in my own, own at this point. I'm king of my own castle. You know what I mean? I'm good. Like I'm more, I'm already here, and then she came and they went here, and now this person is boom. Um, and you, you probably had this guest before, maybe, but it's it's Muhammad Ali. Oh, do you know what? I don't think we have. No, I don't think we have. We're on episode twenty-four, and I don't think we have Muhammad Ali. I mean, usually when someone says it, my first question is, "Kate, why?" But it sounds insane because it's you go, yep. <laughs> yeah, almost go right. Cool. Next guest. <laughs> why? Because you can teach me skipping. Um, you know, he was he was a great skipper. So, um, so you know, he, oh. he 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 means like you know he's he he means everything to me. You know, just is 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 obviously one of the greatest boxers of all time, greatest heavyweight of all time, uh, the greatest athlete of all time. I think is fair to say, or at least arguably anyway. Um, then his activism. You know, he's Muslim like myself, so there's a lot of that. He had amazing pearls of wisdom this amazing sound bites are just, are just very entertaining funny um handsome like the the, the, the handsome the, the 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 beauty level of this guest list is just you know because i'm here <laughs> kiki's brought it and then she's right is like oh, <laughs> oh he's really kiki's looking at him going is that is that necessary is that, is that... <laughs> yeah what is this I, thought I was the best activist here hold on yeah <laughs> so yeah muhammad ali Think about this the other day, like what he did to like to refuse, like to change his name like that, to like refuse to just the things he was brave enough to do at so young as well. You just forget how young yeah, he was when he was like, doing he was all like this. 24, 25 when he refused to be drafted. And yeah. he was adamant that he wasn't gonna go, and then he lost his boxing license. Those was his prime years. Yeah, um, where he lost his boxing license, so he went. He did the university circuit, just touring, doing speeches to like uni students and college college students and stuff. Yeah, uh, so he made a li- he got by a little bit doing that. Then he kind of got stabbed in the back by the Nation of Islam. So he was inspired by Malcolm X to uh, convert to Sunni mainstream Islam, um, and he just yeah, just, ama- just an amazing, amazing guy, just incredible. And not and not without flaws, you know, and um, which makes me think like if 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 there if Muhammad Ali, the exact same person, was to be here and now doing what he's doing, and you know society like all corners of the globe renovate, uh, re, 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 what, what's the word, uh, revere oh. him. Um, right, yeah, great. Glad you um, saved it there. Yeah, when you put that on yeah. me, I felt re, so re, much pressure. <laughs> revere him. Um, you know, every 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 culture and society and stuff. Like if he was here now, do, speaking the way he did. 
his his activism and the, and the positions that he took, mm-hmm. you'd be there. Would there, there, we've seen it now? There are certain large portions of society would hate him, as as they did back then. You know, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick taking the knee was completely inspired by what Muhammad Ali did, and those people hated him for refusing yeah. to be drafted, and they hated the way what he stood for and. And his constant braggadocio, if you will, and all that stuff. Like they hated all that. So it's so yeah. interesting what time does for your legacy, because what he did, and everyone was like, "Oh, he was so amazing." It's like people are doing that now, and you don't like them. It's it's, it's like it's, it's cognitive dissonance. Like your brain over here is not talking to your brain on this side. So your brain on this side is going, "Mahmoud Ali," and your brain over here is going, "Ah, oh, bloody Muslims." And it's like, "Can you just talk? Can you just talk to each other, please?" It's, it's happening now with the take the knee booing and all that yeah. England players and stuff. It's like Sterling scored the winner. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But what if at that moment, for a fucking laugh, he took the knee? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, you know how much I would have, you know how much I would have rated him for that. Oh, it just would have been the funniest. If England win the Euros and and when they pick the trophy, instead of doing that, he will take the knee. <laughs> how much I would fucking love that. Oh. It would be so funny. I was talking to my friend about that the other day, and they were saying how people, certain people are going to boo um, them taking the knee. And he said, what we should do is this, everyone else should start booing those people. And I said, no, 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 that is just everybody booing. <laughs> <laughs> your, your friend is an undercover agent for the far right? Oh, if I boo, then you can all boo me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 that's the same thing. That is just worse. You've just added to the muffler. The idea of him being there and just thinking he's going to turn and just join in thinking, I'll, I'll put an end to this. And it's so sad as well because, like, I like booing. Is, booing is very underrated as a comedic device. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when someone overachieves... <laughs> How funny is it like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's just yeah. fun. And now they're taking that from us. Yeah. If you, if you think about going back to Ali, all his activism, his incredible use of language, how good he yeah. was at almost like late, like cutting through issues with a laser to say, this is the point I'm trying to make. And the argument the other side have to that is, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my um, well thought out arguments. Like, 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 just rock solid. Like, undeniable. Like, yeah. they've been thought about from every single angle. They are yeah. just like a math equation. It just, it works. What have you got? Boo! Boo! <laughs> it's, it's undefeatable. It's a simple spell, but it works. Yeah, that's it. It's it's almost like we're talking about the uh, the like the sonic screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, oh no, how yeah, are the fire like going to defeat it? Yeah, boo. yeah. I forgot about the boo. <laughs> like like if Thanos is about to snap his fingers, it's like I am inevitable, and I remember when boo, <laughs> boo, boring, boo. You've already done, you've already done that once, mate. Boo. It's like oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, you know, he was, he was a super, he was, he was a superhero. So you know, there, right? He was, yeah. He's in the, he's in the DC universe. He, um, there's a comic book where him and Superman fought on a planet where Superman's powers don't work. So he's, so he's strength of a normal human. And Ali absolutely pulverizes him in a boxing match. 
I didn't know that. That is so good. He's part. He's part of the. He's a. You know. He's an honorary member of the Justice League. And I prefer DC, so I'm. I'm so happy to hear. So that. do I. Oh my god. So do I. Yes. I will die on this hill. Yes. <laughs> yes. What you get to do when picking the dead guests is you, you get to pick the age they come back. Oh, yes. You know, I, I actually thought about that as well. Um, right. Post George Foreman thriller in Manila. So, so how old is he there? Mid 30s, early to mid 30s, I think. About 34, 35, I think. Um, still, still, still got his sharpness. Yeah. Um, um, he's a champion of the world. Um, and he just, just this pearls of wisdom, you know, those interviews that he had back in the day, like you see him all over YouTube, like just obviously pearls of wisdom that he dropped. It would just be good to pick his mind and stuff. And it was interesting, like something that I was bringing up earlier, like he was a flawed individual. He didn't make mistakes. And it's interesting that like, if you read back some of the things that he did, particularly mm. like, like people would bring them up. Like if he was alive today, like, you know, a people would hate him because of the things that he stood for and how he did it and how, you know, just, how he was and stuff and you know he was he was arrogant that was part of his persona people yeah wouldn't like that um and also you know he's a flawed human being he made mistakes and people would use that against him in a way that we don't now because it's with the fullness of time and we kind of like well you know that's Muhammad Ali he was of his time and he did those things and but he was mm. what he's what he did was greater than was so much greater than his, the mistakes that he made and stuff and yeah. it's like yeah we'd, we'd yeah like we, we wouldn't give him that grace I think if he was alive now so I find that right. fascinating as well. Yeah. It would be the only shame with bringing him back would be you would just have to make sure you don't let him anywhere near the internet because it'd be awful for him to discover the likes of, uh, is it Logan Paul? Yeah, Logan Paul and all those guys. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> like, he was like, it's, it's, it's Saturday night. There must be a fight on tonight, Tez. You're like, ah, no, there's nothing on tonight. No, no I'm sure it's Saturday night. <laughs> don't. There's nothing at all because I'm just thinking Saturday night used to be a big money maker. You're no, telling me there's, um, there's no bit of goggle box, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what what he would make about that fight? Oh my days! You know what? The what the worst thing is like obviously Logan Paul's the older one, isn't it? Jake Paul, the younger one. Mm. I hate to say it, he seems like a handy lad. Really? Okay, I'll be honest. For many reasons, I've not watched a single fight. Um, at the moment. It is very much handpicked. Yeah, okay. But as a boxing fan, he does seem to know what he's doing. But obviously, if you put him in a, with a pro of his own mm. weight, like, yeah, yeah, it's you know, he's not. He'd have to start from the bottom. Yeah, so yeah. Very much so and work his way if if he was that serious. But he, he doesn't need to. He's getting paid ten million pound per fight, five million, whatever, two, three million. That's so it. Yeah. Why would he? If he can't just do that fighting people he's guaranteed to win. Why would you, you know? Yeah. And he because, looks good doing it. And he looks good doing it. Because funnily enough, you you offered Ali uh, the alternative of watching Love Island on a Saturday night. But um, he, Jake Paul, doesn't he get, keep getting called out by Tyson Fury's uh, nephew yes. who was in Love Island? What's his name? Young, younger, younger brother. Younger uh, brother. Tyson's younger brother. Is it Tommy? Tommy. Tommy, Tommy Fury. Tom, Tommy Fury. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he's yes. trying to call him out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Which I mean is almost like peak reality TV. But that yeah, one I this, probably would watch. At this point, they might, they might as well. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel bad to bring Ali back just in case he does find any of this out. <laughs> Maybe I just show him Tyson Fury and um, and AJ and be like, and be like, these are the heavyweight these champions are the, of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
actually significantly. And actually, I'd ask him what he thinks about Adrian Tyson and maybe show him a couple of highlights because they're bigger than he was. Mm. Like heavyweight boxers are now a lot yeah. bigger than he was of his time. But then he did beat George Foreman and stuff. So I'd be, I'd be interested to see him watch a few highlights and him mm. assessing, like honestly, without the sort of like, I'm Amadali, of course I'd be, you know, away from the cameras. I mean, yeah, I'd, yeah, an yeah. honest assessment of like what he thinks and how he thinks he would do. Because obviously he's Baba Dali, like, but he was of his time and now things have moved on slightly. Does he still honestly think, and I think the answer is yes, but one his honest assessment of how he thinks he'd do against these guys who are, who are a bit bigger than him. Um, yeah, right. Because, I mean, obviously this guy wasn't as good, uh, but when David Hay... Oh yeah, the the Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah who literally yeah. wasn't it? So he had something. He was he bought something where his skull was thicker than anybody else's. Like he was, it was ridiculous. And the photos of the two together is, is madness. But he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously there is more. It'd be, to it, it'd be like it, the, the, the equivalent of us fighting David Hay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's yeah. the equivalent. It's like it's so mad. Yeah, that's it. He drove past me the other day in his uh, his his Rolls Royce. Nice. Um, yeah, so he's a very modest man. But I mean. <laughs> Ultimately, you reckon it? Do you reckon? I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Because we're talking about it. I mean, Ali, ultimately, what we should say is Ali would be in his prime, would be either of these two. You'd think, you'd think so. But then a six foot nine Tyson Fury, that's it's 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 an issue. It's it's an issue. Yeah. But I wonder how that would go down in any sort of boxing community. If you'd no, I don't know. I don't know. I, he's, he's also slick as fuck, Tyson. I'm not saying he'd win, but I'm saying it's not. Um, it's not a hundred times out of hundred. I think Ali would win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, what you what you actually get to do is uh, when you bring the dead guest back, is you get to ask them one question. I thought you were going to say you get to fight them. And to be honest, Kiki or Muhammad Ali, I, I'm not sure I find some my chances with either of them. To be honest. <laughs> so Tez, you've chosen Mother Teresa. <laughs> So you get to ask him one question. Luckily, that question is, do you want to fight? You can ask him anything you want. Okay. Have I brought him back? Is it a time machine that I've brought him from the year 1970-something? Or is he dead and I've brought him back from the afterlife? So he's he's dead and you've brought him back, but you do get to choose the age. I mean, okay. ultimately... There, that is obviously. I mean, the whole thing's flawed, but yeah. So you yeah, also yeah, get to yeah. pick the age. So yeah, you're right. Okay. It's, it's okay. So in in so my assumption is this is post afterlife, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. So he's died. He's living in the mm-hmm. afterlife, and now I brought mm-hmm. him back for a couple of hours. Um, I would ask him what he thinks is the key to spiritual success with a view to a successful afterlife. Oh wow! Because he's because he's you know like me he's Muslim so I'm believing he's gone to you know the Muslim afterlife that's yeah belief that I hold um and, and so I'd want to ask him you know I'd want to I want to know how how how, to, how how that's going for him um and what what is he, if he any if he has any advice to pass on to me to achieve success for my afterlife it's it's not it's not it's not it's not funny. Um, <laughs> But but is sincerely what I would what I would ask what I would ask yeah him. well there we go and we and we you know we can only imagine literally we can only imagine oh, I love him I love him so much lovely choice. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's been another knock at the door. Third guest of the evening. Fictional guest. Tez, who's at the door? Now, I'm hoping, because he doesn't like a party, so I'm hoping he's in a good mood, because if he's not, this whole event could go south. So I'm hoping and I'm praying, and because I can fix this, I have, that he's in a good party mood, and I've picked picked Rick Sanchez. Right. Okay, what's the worry if he's not in a good mood? He'll fuck off. <laughs> like he just he's got a portal, he's got a portal gun, innit? He'll just go. Or or he'll just take all my guests with him. And he'll be like, I, I know some are better. And he'll just take he just take everyone. And I'm like, oh, I haven't finished, I didn't even get to ask Brother Mohammed the question. <laughs> right, okay. So when did you first when did how long has Rick and Mortar been around now? Four seasons. For, right, okay. So when did you first become aware of it? Right at the start? No, not after the second season. Like, I just started seeing memes and clips and stuff. And I was like... And yeah. then everyone banging on about it. And I was like, all right, it's a couple of seasons. There are only 20 mini episodes. There's only 20 yeah. episodes. If I hate it, I can... Whatever. So I gave it a watch. Mm. And it is one of the best things I've ever seen. It's, but it's one of those things that I watched. And the first time I ever watched it, I couldn't enjoy it. Because I was so infuriated at how good it was. And I just thought... Like, these are human beings who've written this. Like me, like, these aren't, this isn't made by a super AI computer. Just humans have made this. So how is it so good? <laughs> I think that there's some shows, uh, and I'll put Rick and Morty there, stuff like Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. and Community. Yeah, like, like the American Office and stuff. And you're like, why is it? How? Yeah, what is, because there's... <laughs> and you go, of course, they're like, which is incredible then when our office did so well, because you just go, that is so funny and it's, and, it's, and it's bulletproof. But you just go, the team of writers, and this still keeps the tone, and mm. it's so well done. It's so well done. And I, I feel like that, and I almost feel like they're too good that I just sort of get overwhelmed by it, and I can only watch a bit yeah, at yeah. a time. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, like it just makes me feel so inadequate, and you're like, well, I'm never going to... Now I'm trying to make... I'm trying to pitch TV shows, but like... But then I guess it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna be a footballer, you know, if you're gonna say like I'm gonna be as good as Messi and Ronaldo, then don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like don't start. Just be the best. Just do the best you can. All you, the only thing you can ever do, you can only ever make the best show you're capable of. And if that's not Rick and Morty, then that's fine. Yeah. What's the creators made before this? There was something. I think one of them was on Community. Oh yeah, because is it Dan Harmon that does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, it might yeah, be, yeah, mightn't yeah. it? 
So I think Dan Harmon oversees it, but then the other guy is the creator, um, whose name right. I forget, which is Roy, Justin Roiland, who plays Rick and Morty. That's mad. That's mad, isn't it? That's see, that's too, that's one of those overachievers. You go, that's not Unnes- fair. It's unnecessary, isn't it? Unnecessary. Oh, because and then my argument would be to that would be, oh, actually, you're, you know, you're putting other actors out of work, so actually, just sh- you're showing off is actually neg- negative, selfish. Wow, it's almost like I don't know where the heck you up the idea, but it's almost like what would um, what would Back to the Future have been like if if Martin McFly yeah. was just this really innocent boy who just didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 like, and 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 Doc was like some savage heroin addict. <laughs> It's fucking junky. Yeah, because it is. It's so good. But again, I know what you mean. I get. I get overwhelmed when I when I watch it. I just go, "This isn't fair." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so well done. But what do you reckon he'd actually be like at a dinner party? I mean, we've seen him at a couple of dinners with the family. He's the a dinner with the family. He's not great. But you know when he's in a party mood, he does love a party. That's true. He does love a party. So I'm hoping, like, and I, I, th- I feel like he'd also love my dinner guests. I think he'd love my. I think he'd love Muhammad Ali, uh, and I think he'd be. I think he'd really enjoy Kiki Palmer's company as well. So I think. I think I'm hoping that I've caught because it's my party as well. I've caught. Let's say I've, I've caught him in a good mood. Yeah. Wants, okay. Great. He wants to break. Yeah. He wants a break from the kids. He wants a break from the family, from Morty and that. And he's just like, I'm just gonna hang out with these guys for a bit. What's your What's your favorite episode? There's so many. I mean, obviously, Pick and Rick is so sublime. Pick a rig. Um, but I do think, honestly, the second ever episode was um, the one with the dog, the dog where the dog becomes sentient and they take over the world and stuff. And then he, and at the same time, the B story is the incepting their teacher. Yeah, so they got the A story, or the or the A story is the incepting the teacher to get more to a better mass grade. And then they're going down several layers <laughs> till they meet like a knockoff uh, Freddy Krueger. And then the B story is the dogs have taken over the world. And it's just both those side stories are so amazing. Okay, Tez, three excellent choices. We now go through who I chose for you. Oh, go on. Yeah, this would be interesting. For Alive, yeah. I went with um, Ben Brereton. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even be my chick pick of the Rovers. Like a subs bench. <laughs> Although now I'm like, what was it like being in Messi's shadow? Did you even did you get did you get a touch on him? <laughs> so I went with um, Imran Khan. Oh, that's, you know, it's a good shout. Oh, I, I, I was I was it was in my it was in the conversation. Um, I think it'd be it'd have to be if I if I picked Imran Khan, I wouldn't have picked Mahmoud Ali. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think it's. One sporting hero that can give me pearls of wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be doubling up on the same thing, I think. Yeah, but you're right, actually, because they're, they're sort of quite similar in that sense, having both sporting very outspoken mm. and then sort of... But, I mean, Imran Khan, incredible. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Um, you know, imagine... I would just be like, can you just give me a five-minute pep talk and I'd record it and I can play it to myself every time I'm feeling down? <laughs> yeah. It's that sort of person, is it? and you and you would accept everything they said as that is. I can't argue it. No, no boo can shout down that argument. Yeah, yeah. Like if 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 we were like, if we had a team of heroes to defend Earth against an alien invasion, I'd want 1992 Imran Khan 
Yeah, to, to coach that team. <laughs> Great. Now that is a Space Jam I'd like to watch. Yes. Right? He'd be, ah. Oh. Amazing. So I understand, therefore, because for dead guest, you guess you could say I hedge my bets because for dead, I went with Muhammad Ali. And you, bingo. Absolutely bingo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you did, I was trying to think, if, if, if I had Imran Khan, who would I then have chosen as, as my dead guest? I think that's very interesting. I Can I say who I was Ahmed and Arwin with? And this what? is because what happened was I, was I was looking through, you know, I look through like a couple of people's tweets and stuff and see what they're into. And I know that you're uh, into superhero stuff. Yeah. So I went with my choice was going to be because I was going through, I, I could never decide which one of those would be your fictional choice. So in the end, I went with um, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, that would have been that would have been that would have been good. That would have been that would have been a very good that would have been a very good choice. Also, like there's a fascinating conversation to be had with Chadwick. You know, after once we've you know, later on in the night when things are when things you know maybe you've had a couple of talks of a bud. I think you're yeah. going a bit deeper. And just the dignity in which he lived his last few years. Yeah. The idea of withholding that information and carry on working. Yeah. And just live with it in the background. And because there were criticisms about his appearance, you know, like Twitter trolls people, like there were criticizing mm. criticisms about his experience, but there were a couple of times where he looked a little bit frail and there were like people criticizing as, as trolls do online. Mm. And like to not respond to any of that and just... It's just there's something about that that I would want to discuss maybe or, or have a conversation about. And um, Yeah, I mean, phenomenal human again. Yeah, incredible guy. But yeah, that's, that's a great shout. Thank you. And then for fictional, because I was going for it and I was like, I wouldn't even have to start with Marvel. And, then, and again, you think about these and you go, actually, you know, what would, you know, as much as you can't have actually have Batman at a dinner party because that would just be someone sat there very serious and, and you don't, yeah, yeah, you don't really yeah, want yeah, Bruce yeah. Wayne did a bit, yeah. not very, a bit smug. So I went with um, Dewey Finn, Jack Black's character from School of Rock. I fucking love that guy. He's so funny. That, and he could, and he could, and he like could get us jamming by the end of the night. Exactly, as a dinner party guest as well. It's because Chadwick's got a great voice. Yeah, Imran Khan's coaching us. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I'm. I'm I, I could maybe like clap my hands to the beat, maybe do a triangle or something. <laughs> it is is it's so good. Obviously, he's the only choice from that, really, because it would be strange if you wanted like just a, one of the school children to turn up, maybe awkward at a dinner party, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or, or the head or the head teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell of a night. Yeah, hell of a night. So there you go. That was round three. Toughest part of the podcast. Now we have to pick one of your guests to go through to the ultimate dinner party. I'll be honest with your three. There's quite an obvious choice, I think. There, I think there is. I think there is. And I'm, 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 I'm submitting my hero and the greatest human of the 20th century, uh, Muhammad Ali. Lovely. That was really fun, man. I think. I think I did. Yeah, I'm happy with all my with all my choices there. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for coming on. That was so good. So good to catch up. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. That was yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um. And what, what's your dates for Leicester Square? 25th of September, 26th of November. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Now give me a shout and I'll put, I'll put you in the door. So give me a really? shout. It's a Friday, Saturday. Again, it's like Friday nights. In a oh, of course. Right, yeah. So, so like, obviously, like, if you're working, absolutely fine. But like, if you happen so happen to have a free diary, then give me a shout and I'll put you in the door. <laughs> That'd be great. Lovely.
Um, and you got the book out. Yes. Yes, my book is out. The Secret Diary of a British Muslim, age 13 and three quarters. Amazing. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, yeah, it's it, it's out. And uh, yeah, it's available from all good bookstores. Amazon, um, Audible for those people who love to. Oh, did you do the Audible? I did. I did. Um, oh, and it's on cool. the, kin- the Kindle for ebooks as well. So yeah, however you want to, however you wish to consume books. So there's no excuse. Is it also available at my local library? It might be. I'll find out for you. I don't know if it is yet, but I would love that if my book can be in the library. Like, that would be awesome. I think they do a thing where, like, stuff isn't immediately available. You know, like how movies aren't available immediately to watch from home because they're in the cinema. Yes. Yeah. I think they do that with books so they're not immediately available in the library because they encourage you to buy it. And then maybe then you can make some money. Then they, yeah. yeah, then they then they go to the library. I think. Yeah, I, I think, can't imagine I people that... are making much out of the library industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, mate. Cheers, bud. Thank you for having me. Bye bye. So that was Tez. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you agreed with the choice. Um, I mean, I think you do very well to argue that any of the others should have gone in his place. But um, if you do want to get in touch, it's guestlistwithjake at gmail.com. Um, thanks again for downloading, and I'll be back again soon. Bye. Last night, I had a dream. When I got to Africa, I had one hell of a rumble. I had to beat Tarzan's behind first for claiming to be the king of the jungle. For this fight, I've wrestled with alligators. I've tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning and put thunder in jail. You know I'm bad. I have murdered a rock. I injured a stone and I hospitalized a brick. I'm so bad, I make medicine sick. I'm so fast, man, I can run through a hurricane and don't get wet. When George Fuller meets me, he'll pay his debt. I can drown a drink of water and kill a dead tree. Wait till you see Muhammad Ali. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.